emotionally versus, you know, praying and, you know, fasting and seeking God and stuff like that. Because um, you could be like, oh, yeah, this, this opportunity is incredible. I can't pass this up. But again, at the core end of it, and this is what I learned, did you pray about it? Mm-hmm. Did you fast about it? Did you talk to God? Did you actually seek him? Hey guys, welcome back to the Apostolic Spark. We hope you enjoyed part one of Submission to God, and we are really excited to present part two. So without further ado, here's part two. That's the amazing thing about the love of God, is that from the beginning to the end, as much as he would like to try, I I guarantee you, he wants to just reach into people's lives and say, I'll help you make this decision mm-hmm. but he can't right he refuses to let himself do it why if he designed everything to happen in a, such a coordinated way right. and his hands was in everything I'm not saying he didn't create the world or anything like that but what I'm saying is that with us if had he did that that would mean he meant for Adam to sin right that would mean he automatically wanted pain and suffering in the world right which would and go against his himself. That goes against his core personality. He's right. literally the personification of, of love. love. Yeah. Love is tough. Mm-hmm. Love is patient. Love is kind. We mm-hmm. can explain love in so many different ways. Right. But the hard part is is ultimately having that conversation. The people that come to you, like if I ask you a question, if God is a true loving God, mm-hmm. why is there evil in the world? Yeah. You know, and I mean, that's not exactly an easy question to answer, but the, you know, still. But the most simplest, basic answer is free will. Right. I mean, you could go tomorrow okay. with no consequence at all okay. to the store and buy a pop and be fine. Right. And you make that choice. Mm-hmm. You could go punch some guy in the face for no apparent reason at all, just because you decided to. Right. All because you just decided. You had right. the, the freedom to do it. Right. If we don't have the freedom to do stuff, mm-hmm. ultimately, is, is God really giving us relationship with him? Right. But also, that, yeah. well, to piggyback on the love thing, and because um, you know how it says in the scripture, it says that, you know... Um, when you when you're getting married and stuff like that, and you're you have your you know oh yeah you're, you're, you're you know, joined together yeah you'll be yeah. joined together. But not only that, it says that husbands are submitted to their wives and wives are submitted to their husbands. Yeah. By the same time, that's still love. That's still love. It's, that's it's, still love. It's because you guys you came together. You yep. decided that this is the person I want to be with. Right. You guys love each other. Mm-hmm. You know. And that's that's the beauty of like marriage and all that stuff like that because that's what God wants. He wants us to have that marriage with Him. Where we basically have that, that love. That's why that bond. I, yeah. So that's why when I was praying with him and stuff like that, and obviously you've done that too, you know. And I'm sure a ton of people have done that. Where you know you, you just build that connection, you just feel that comfort. Because I mean, I remember talking. You know, I was like, you know, I was kind of hoping for like more of the like. Let's just say I was having a bad day. You wanted the comfort. I wanted the. Uh, I wanted the and, the physical comfort of like somebody, the, and I got. Not, end, yeah. I, I did not get that. You I got, got the, the tough end. Of, I got end the. Of it. I got the um, uh, tough love. Yeah. Which I. I. I mean. I'm ultimately, thankful. yeah. Ultimately, and it helped more than yeah. what the comfort would have. Right. Because you know, because uh, when I started praying, that's why that hit harder, and that's why it felt more. Because when I got done, I was telling you, I, I felt that comfort, but it felt even more. Because what you, I would have got. Because you knew. 
the uh, the seriousness mm-hmm. of what happened, right. and you knew that you if you kept going, right. and you weren't given this this time of of of, of feeling that that right. pain, you know, of feeling that urgency, mm-hmm. you probably wouldn't have responded as well. You probably would have just went back to going to the whole thing. Yeah. It's it's like the it, it, it's like training the kid, right? Mm-hmm. Like. You, you tell a kid, hey, don't go in your fields. Right. All right? Kid's probably going to be curious enough to go in there. You know, mm-hmm. want to go in there. If this kid goes goes in there, goes somewhere in there, mm-hmm. now who knows the kid gets hurt? Right. You know, who knows? Kid could get in there, do it so many times, you, you never quite catch him. Right. But the one time you do catch him, you have to come down hard on them regardless. Right. You can't just say, oh, you know, it's one time, like, yeah. Don't do it again. You have to make sure that they understand that there's right. a real danger there. Right. Sometimes you have to you have to feel the the heat from it. Mm-hmm. And it sucks. I can tell you that. Uh there are parents that they choose to give you the heat more than the comfort, and there are parents that choose the comfort more than the heat. But the ones that you find know, that, that join that that in between, those are the ones that they typically typically the kids find yeah. their way easier. And I will say that there's I don't have any issue with more comfort or more heat. I I would actually prefer the more heat side because mm-hmm. it keeps the kid kind of understanding like there's some real danger here. Yeah. Because the comfort the kid can get lazy. Right. He can kind of right. get a little comfortable and sit back, you know, he or she, and and so that's why. I, and that's just my personal thing. I do believe you need to find a balance. Obviously, right. you need to know the situations when comfort in when to to correct mm-hmm. you know to teach and even if you comfort and then you correct right you know that might be better than you know um but it's it's there's a lot it's this it's the same about yeah it's the same thing we got and i hate to use this because it's like you know his old rock the rock corrective and stuff like that the, the joking one i use a lot and and well, uh is there what is this all <laughs> I, I actually can't remember. So I anyways, can't remember the top of my head. Is but, but basically, because um, I mean, you and I have both talked about it. If you look in the Bible, there have been people that were submitted to God wholeheartedly, and they goofed. And as you said last night, there is a there is a price to be paid. There is there is David. You said the, David. Yeah, I was talking about David. David. Yeah. David literally uh, allowed. A guy to be murdered, yep. committed adultery, yep. while the guy was still alive. Yep. Um, and then after that, the worst part is he lies Right. He turns around and lies about it. Yep. And has to get checked, you know, by the prophet. And, you know, he feels that understanding of, I messed up, like, big time, right? Right. And the price of that sin was that that baby that was born in adultery dies. Yeah. God could have chosen anything else. Oh, yeah. But if he didn't understand that uh, he... The, the seriousness The seriousness of that... Of that Right, because if you if you read through it, David goes off and he prays, mm-hmm. and I mean he he like prays prayer like he's crying. He didn't eat. This is how serious this dude. He didn't eat, didn't drink. He's praying and he's saying, "God, don't take this kid away," right. you know. And God takes him away, right? Because he understood. He's like, "Look, what you did, mm-hmm. there's a price, right?" You you committed murder. You set someone up to die. Right. You committed adultery, mm-hmm. and you had a child about it. You lied right. when you were asked about what mm-hmm. you did, and now you expect me to just 
let you off the hook. Right. Sometimes he's got to say, like, well, what you did, there's got to be a price. There's got to be a payment. Mm -hmm. I mean, you look at Solomon. Mm -hmm. If David doesn't do all that, Solomon isn't born. Right. You know, obviously Solomon wouldn't be Solomon. He wouldn't be the one we know. Right. But Solomon wouldn't have the wisdom to ask when he was offered whatever he wanted. Mm Mm-hmm. To say, I want wisdom. Right. Because I'm just saying, if God said, you can have whatever you want. Right. Like, whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, right now, I'll give it to you. No questions asked. No ifs, ands, or buts. Nothing. Mm-hmm. Of all the things, yeah. I guarantee you, I would not have asked for wisdom. <laughs> I will tell you that. Because I would say, well, wisdom is just applying knowledge. So I could just get a bunch of money and buy a bunch of books. And I'll read those books. Right. And I'll get the wisdom. Yeah. But that takes years. Right. But if you ask for wisdom now, you have the wisdom to be able to to see what's going on in your situation. Exactly. And other people's situations and tell them, hey, here's how the how you can make the best decision. Right. You know, and that's that is But the, here's the thing, not only not only David, but I mean that is just one that I just thought of. It's, yeah. uh, it's um Samson. Yep, Samson. This look, Samson let's just be honest I mean that man was super arrogant of course but what he did is he allowed the Delilah right mm-hmm. Delilah yeah. to kind of do this and then he's like and then but again he sinned he he did the one thing that God told him not to do and then he prayed the price so then when that time when he you know he struck against the the, the, uh, the, pillars. the pillars and his eyes are gouged out and Sorry to be super graphic, but I mean, let's be honest. That's, that's what happened, mm-hmm. you know. And then he he's you know you know saying like God, I'm sorry, you know, like actually fully doing exactly what David did. He you know they both came to God and they both said, I'm I really do. But here's the thing, David was redeemed. Samson was redeemed. Mm-hmm. Everybody else that has had those moments, they've been redeemed. Samson killed even more than he ever had. David. Though he wasn't able to build the temple, he was redeemed. At the core of it, everybody in the Bible and even now, and it's not just a rare thing, it happens all the time. You have that as we say the come to Jesus moment. That is something that he wants. He can give you everything. But if you don't have that, like as you said, getting the heat, going left when you should go right, and you are like, ooh. I messed up. Like, I really messed up. And then you're like, and but here's the thing. You go to other people. You're like, hey, dude, I messed up. Can you help me? They can't help you. Nobody, say nobody can help you. The only person you can turn to is God. Okay? Somebody who you can't tangibly see and, you know, he's just there. Mm-hmm. And you pray. You diligently pray. You say, you wholeheartedly repent. You do everything. Mm-hmm. And God says, I got you, buddy. Don't worry about it. Don't that's, worry about it. I got you. That's the thing is, um, you get some warning signs along the way. Yes, you do. That what you're doing is wrong. Right. Like, for example, David was in the wrong place. Wrong at time. At the wrong time. Yep. We know where he should have been. He should have been out the war. Yep. Should have been out the battle. Uh, Samson, wrong place. Wrong time. Wrong time. But you also have people who were doing the right thing, like Daniel. Right. He was praying. Yep. He was doing his due diligence. Yep. He was serving God. But he still ended up in that lion's den. Yep. 
Same thing with and, uh, and because of his faith. Yeah, he made it. And if you look at the life of Joseph, right? Joseph, I mean, granted, probably shouldn't have really bragged about those dreams. But outside, of, that's my only knocking for Joseph. But <laughs> but outside of that, like he was doing what he needed to do. Right. You know, right. he was just just happy. He was just like, this is what's happening in my life. And he had people that were jealous of him. And as a result, he was you know sold into slavery. Right. Lied upon. Yeah. Ended up in jail. But because he stayed faithful and held on right. that whole time, he ended up where he needed to be. The sad part, though, is that there's people that they get those signs mm-hmm. over and over and over. You can go through, and, and I hate to kind of go on this level of it, but you can look at investigations of murders okay. of younger uh, people. Mm-hmm. They had warnings all over that they shouldn't have done but or shouldn't did. be with those people. Right, or right. shouldn't. And, and, and I hate to use that, that analogy, but... It's it's the most direct one. It's the right. one that that you can see yep. cause and effect right away. Because with the price of sin, the interesting thing about it is that you might not get it the next day. Right. You might not get it the next month. Right. It might not affect you for years. Right. If you read, if you look up and and, and I know this might lose your faith in some people, but if you look up pastors or ministers mm-hmm. who have fallen right. basically you will find mm-hmm. tons of stories of pastors who they had undealt with sin right that they hid mm-hmm. they hid it away yeah. and instead of dealing with it they just they tucked it away didn't deal with it and 30 years down the line it, it, it affected them. It hit them and ended their ministry, broke their family apart, broke their church apart, you know, so on and so forth. So there's a price. You oh, might yeah. not pay it now. Yeah. It's it's like a credit card. Yeah. The only difference is your payment doesn't happen like It can happen. It can happen on anything. This is this is why we have to come to God mm-hmm. because He is the only way we get saved. Right. His name is the only saving name. Right. Baptism is for remission of sin. That's how we clear our our, our names. Our, 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 yeah. That's how our we debt. get covered in the blood. That's how we right. pay that debt. Yeah. Now, just because you do that, right. that doesn't mean oh, it's gonna be all sunshine and grace. rainbows. Yeah. That doesn't mean you tend great. Like I'll tell you, um, after I came to God. Dylan went past It wasn't sunshine or rainbows no. You're like Oh yeah You got the Holy Ghost Congratulations Like you're feeling yeah. great And I'll tell you that I was still dealing with depression Yeah It didn't go away No It came Right back around The second it had the ability to You still face mm-hmm. The consequences Or the results Of whatever happened to you Or whatever you did But it's how you handle it But also yep. what you do But there was a statement and then I'll, I'll let you get to yeah. um, There was a statement that life is 10% of what happens to you and 90% of how you react to it. Okay. You know, and, and, and if you listen to that statement, you're like, okay, 10% of what happens to you, 90% how you react to it. Think about it. If I slap you in the face, all right, you're probably not going to be happy. I'm probably going to hit you back. Yeah, face. I'm going to try and hit you right? back. Now, would Jesus tell you to hit me back? No. No. Now, if you react to that by not hitting me back right. and say, hey, dude, what the heck? You know, yeah. why, why did you hit me in the face? 
I might be like, oh, I saw a bug in your face and hit you. Or I might just say, I just don't like you. You, you know? Yeah. And you're just like, well, that guy's a jerk. Yeah. I mean, but if you hit me back, I might escalate it. I might right. chuck a book at you or something. Right. And if you decided not to address it, you might end up with a better day as a result. You know, yeah. somebody might see that and be like, oh, well, that guy's... You know, that guy's got a level head. He's, he's a real stand-up guy. Mm-hmm. You know, instead of just decking this guy, he just he took the slap and walked away, you know? <laughs> it really it really does, like, you have to, like, really, like, make sure you're, you know, uh, keeping it on the head. Because, I mean, as, some, as, the, as one of the leading authorities on acting on emotion between the two of us, because uh, I don't want to say everybody because then that, you know, that puts me in a weird spot, but, I don't know, but between the two there. of us, I'll put you up there. <laughs> thanks. But between <laughs> the two of us, you know, um, as one of the leading authorities in acting out emotions and stuff like that, I can understand, you know, um, doing things emotionally versus, you know, praying and, you know, fasting and seeking God and stuff like that. Because um, you could be like, oh, yeah, this, this opportunity is incredible. I can't pass this up. But again, at the core end of it, and this is what I learned. Did you pray about it? Mm-hmm. Did you fast about it? Did you talk to God? Did you actually seek him? And did you actually talk to him? Like one of the things that uh, has happened, you know, recently, he he kind of showed me like, hey, this is something that I'm going to give you, but I'm going to give you a taste of it to show you, hey, this is like something I want to give you. But in order to get that, you got to follow me. Mm-hmm. You have to give everything to me. Mm-hmm. And... As quick as you said, you know, as quickly as he gives it to you, you can take it away. Yep. You know, and that's what happened. Now, how did I react? Uh, obviously, I was upset. You know, I was, I was very upset. But it allowed me to understand more that I need to really, you know, get this back. Because when I got the Holy Ghost and when I and I was dealing with stuff before, and I got baptized and stuff like that, it did not go away. It actually came back stronger. He came back and really started fighting me. And I'll be honest, and I hate to say it, I wasn't as strong as I should have been. You know, I fell. I have fell multiple times. And I came back. I have fell. I came back. Yep. I fell. And then when I left the church, when I left the church and I and, and I really started just going and it was hurt, you know, but here's the thing. It's like I kept saying, dude, you come back it's like why i love the prodigal son so much yeah you know that's that's the true definite i would say that is one of the true definitions of what in my opinion I, 